Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Neil, let's talk about happiness because we all need a little bit more of it. The Happiness Film Festival 2021 is the world's first happiness film festival returning to explore what happiness means to vulnerable and marginalized groups. The theme is an inclusive journey toward happiness. And we're glad to welcome the Sherman Ho, the co-founder of the Happiness Initiative, and T. Ranganaki, the Deputy Executive Director of Beyond Social Services. Good morning and welcome to you both. Happy to have you with us. Morning, morning, both of you. Morning. Good morning. Now, I, I, I read about this and I thought it was a wonderful initiative. <laughs> I wanted to get you guys on. We need a little bit of happiness in our lives. Yeah, we don't. We are. So, Sherman, maybe just give us an, an overview what this festival is about, how it came about, and why it's important. So, so this festival we started in 2019. We really wanted to just talk about uh, these themes and the science behind happiness and well-being in a more in a more fun and interesting way. So that's why this whole film festival thing came about. So we basically curated films from all over the world, and then each film talked about happiness. So this year, I think, was because uh, uh, from the pandemic and everything, we also realized that there's a lot of uh, little cracks in society that show, and different vulnerable vulnerable groups where. You know, this idea of happiness comes a little harder. So we wanted to then use this event to, to shine and have a spotlight on these groups of people. So some of the groups of people we featured this year, like migrant workers, youth, the elderly, underprivileged mm. families, ex-offenders, and uh, neurodiverse people. Yeah, so after every film, we have a little dialogue with different community leaders like Ranga from Beyond Social Services to understand more about these issues and how, most importantly, I think we want to look at how can we as a society support these groups better how can we do better yeah and ranga tell us about yeah. from your perspective you know with beyond social services we all know that singaporeans are stressed we need more happiness relaxation uh, and how does this fit into your mission uh, beyond social services uh, works with uh, very low-income families They're living in one and two room government rental mm. flats uh, and uh, often when something happens you know uh, they literally fall over the cliff and uh, with COVID-19, I think it was a situation where many people lost uh, their jobs and uh, either that or they had a, a very drastic reduction in their income. So it is very similar to the film that uh, that is being shown at the festival, uh, where when one thing goes wrong, uh, your whole life goes into a bit of a, a whirlwind, right? So you, you, you can't really cope with it, which is very different from others who may have more savings, more social capital, you know, you can rely on your friends and your family to support you. But uh, these families actually have very little of a safety net. Uh, so that is why we felt that in, in partnering with uh, the Happiness Film Festival, we are raising awareness about uh, families uh, that really need a, a lot more support, a lot more social uh, support, not only from the government sources, but also from community. Rangan, mm. you make a fantastic point there, this idea of perspective. And, and maybe sometimes there is a tendency of all of us to maybe overlook or neglect the less fortunate in society. During the circuit breaker, I was doing some volunteer work at the uh, Senkang CC. And if you remember at that time, um, uh, the government was into, uh, letting people have a, a $500 or $600 payout for, for low-income families during the circuit breaker. And I was there to help them fill in their forms. And what was interesting to me, Rangan, was the household income for pe- for families. They they had to declare it on the form, you know, to get to get this this this, this money. And it was it was often three three figures, 
And, uh, you know, for the whole household. And I think even most Singaporeans would be surprised by that. In my ignorance. Their, the fir- income, their income was three their figures. Their income for the whole household was so three less figures. Less than $1,000. Less than $1,000. Sure. And in my ignorance, wow. the first couple of times I said to them, it's not per person, this form. It's the whole household. Mm. And they would say, this is the whole household. It's mm. less than, you know, my mum is sick and it's just me and my father is elderly. So I think, Rangang, we need this, don't we? We need a little reminder, a little bit of perspective that uh, the, the COVID situation has hit low-income families very hard, hasn't it? Yes, yes. I think you've got that right. Uh, it is quite shocking when you actually do find out uh, the family income for a month. And uh, to qualify for a HDB flat... Uh, you need a rental uh, flat. You have to be earning $1,500 or less per month as a family. And that is the basic qualification. But often we find that these families are earning anything between 800 to 1500 or some are earning a little bit more. So I think people, we are not aware because our median income in Singapore exceeds 9.5K. Mm. Uh, that is the median income in Singapore. So uh, when you look at these families, they are really very much at the bottom yeah. 5% of our income bracket and uh, we really need to be aware of how they live their lives. And even as I say it, uh, I think it is very important that we know that there's a lot of resilience, there is a lot of strengths and uh, there is happiness uh, in the way that people come together and, you know, uh, take care of their children, participate in community activities. We have a sizable number of them who volunteer in the neighborhoods as well that they live mm. in, which is which is amazing. So I've learned so much from these families and it's very similar to the film that we are going to be watching at the Happiness Film Festival, right? So yeah. uh, the guy actually says he'll never go on the dole because that is beneath him. He prefers to be working to support his family, uh, which is exactly what the families here are also doing. They prefer to be working hmm. to support the family. So it's our role then to ensure that the jobs are available for them so that they can they can earn yeah. and they can participate. We're speaking with Sherman Ho, co-founder of the Happiness Initiative, and T. Ranganakyaki, uh, the deputy executive director of Beyond Social Services. Let's talk about some of those films. And I'm not sure, uh, perhaps, Sherman, you want to take a stab at maybe hmm. giving us, we've got the Skid Row Marathon, we've got Sorry We Missed You, the specials, A Man Called Ove, Ove uh, Still Human. Uh, any of these films, I know they're all great, but which ones kind of stand out to you and why? Hmm. So, so maybe I share with two. I think one, maybe I just lead up for the, the, the film Ranga has been talking about. Sure. It's, it's called Sorry We Missed You mm-hmm. uh, by Ken Loke. Uh, it, it is about a UK family that that are going through tough times. So basically the dad went, uh, decided to go through, go into the gig economy as a delivery driver. He bought his own van and everything. And then there were hard, hard times because it wasn't what he expected. A lot of work. And then he's, there are a lot of problems they had at home as well with the family, with the children. You know, he had to go to visit the school because the kid got into a fight. But mm. then because he had to go to school, he had to take time off his work and then there were penalties. And then these sort of problems kept compounding and compounding until he reached the point that, that you know, they, they almost, uh, uh, yeah, it was very difficult for them. Uh, Sherman, so you know, it, sorry, sorry powerful film. I, was, I was gonna say, sorry to cut in, but yes. they, they had this film showing at the projector last year. Yeah. It's a white yes. van delivery guy in the UK, right? It. You've seen it's it. It's one of my heroes. It's it, Ken Loach. It's, it's unbelievable. And this yes, film, Ken everybody Loach. needs to see yeah. it because I think you're right uh, that it mm. it absolutely, uh, Sherman, it absolutely shows the spiral that can happen so quickly when someone is on the mm. edge 
of mm. the of the economy, and mm. one little thing happens, like you got to mm. go to your kid's school because they got in trouble, yep. and you miss a day of work because it, and you lose your job, right? Yep. And you're out. And mm. Ken Loach is a master of that. He did it with a previous movie called I Daniel Blake, and he yes. he focuses on people on the margins of society, yeah. and it really is this idea, mm. this stereotype that oh, it's just one or two, you know, this and that, but it only takes one or two decisions or yeah. one or two incidents to put you below that line, that poverty line, call it whatever you like. It doesn't take much, yeah. as we've seen during the circuit breaker. So, Sherman, um, so that's so, sorry we missed you. And any other films you want to highlight? There, there's the other film I wanted, really wanted to share, Skid Row Marathon. Uh, it's about uh, 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 ex-offenders who really tried to find their purpose in life again through um, running marathons. And it's a powerful film because we see a very different perspective of human because sometimes we hold certain stereotypes of uh, what these groups of people are like. And But like Ranga has mentioned, a lot of these groups of people have their own inner strength and, and their own ability to change their lives and ha- make impact of, on the people around them. And Skid Row Marathon is really one film that, that I felt that really uh, was very powerful in that sense. It showed us that. And it's very important yeah, to stress so, that all of your films you've got, you've mm. got a, a selection of international films, but they are preceded mm. by short films. Mm. And a lot of these short films, yes. I believe, are local. Is that correct? Yes, yes. So because, because uh, the last time we ran this film festival, I felt that we had a lot of international films, but I also wanted a local voice in it. So every, every film is paired with a local short film that sort of dwells in that similar issue that the, the feature film talks about. Wonderful stuff. And I wanted to ask you, Rangan, you know, with your uh, work as executive director of Beyond Social Services, it's a broad question, but where are we at right now? What Mm. more needs to be done? What message do we need to get out there as we slowly, hopefully, pull our way out of COVID-19? I think the safety net is somewhat in place in terms of the subsidies and the support that we, uh, that families receive uh, through government uh, resources. Uh, I think one of the things that we want to get out there is that uh, we really need to be looking at the self-employed gig economy workers Mm. uh, who are not uh, largely not protected. So it's very similar to the white van guy. Uh, who, if you can work, you earn some money, and if the if that uh, stream dries out, then you don't get anything. And in terms of insurance as well, you know, if you get into an accident and you know, something happens to your family, uh, it is not uh, really going. There's there's nothing that c- can support you. Uh, perhaps the other thing that we need to be looking at uh, is also the fact that much of our su- uh, support in Singapore is tied in with our CPF. So if you are not in a regular CPF paying job, then unlikely that you're going to be having uh, any balances in your CPF for you to be able to purchase a home, Hmm. uh, to rely on for your medical needs, for your children's educational needs. So while we have the CPF as a a, a fallback, that's our uh, uh, nest egg, right, for for the rest of Singaporeans. Uh, How can we then uh, support our lower income families to be able to build up their own reserves? And uh, it really does tie back to the type of jobs that they have. So we found that in our study, we did a COVID-19 study uh, throughout uh, last year. And uh, for the lowest income among the families that we surveyed, their salary had fallen 69%, uh, which is if you're talking about the three figures that you saw. Yes. Can you imagine that it's either zero income or people were earning like 200 plus dollars a month? Oh, my gosh. And that's about it, right? 
Yes, that, that's so devastating. So we also found hey, that... Ranga, happened, sorry, uh, sorry, if I yeah. can just break in. Uh, do you have any idea how many families we're talking about here how, or how many people would be uh, in that survey, for example, or even across, can you extrapolate it across Singapore? How many Singaporeans or how many residents here are facing those kinds of financial pressures? Do, do we know? Yeah. In our survey, we had 1,200 participants, which they represent 1,200 families. But across Singapore, there are 150,000 families that live in rental housing. One uh, one five so zero. Have, yeah. One wow. yes, hundred and fifty thousand. Wow. Yes. Okay. So we know that if if they're not at the margin, they're pretty close to it, right? That's right. But uh, the focus has been on them. So there has been uh, some support that is coming in. There are community networks that are looking into visiting every one of these families uh, mm. to see how they can be supported. So there are various, I think, networks that is uh, operating uh, in, in looking at these families. But I think uh, COVID-19 has actually brought to the forefront that we really need to be looking at longer term measures uh, that will assist these families so they really don't fall off the cliff. Uh, yeah. So that's where I think we need to be having more dialogues, more discussion. Uh, and perhaps even uh, understanding a lot more about the lived experiences of these families. So perhaps more local films on uh, the the families uh, and their uh, and their challenges would be would be fantastic as well. So Sherman can explore. Yeah, local film, local films is a great yeah. way to you know develop empathy. You hope with the subject matter, but mm. more broadly, uh, Rangang, people listening to this right now, I think may be surprised by some of those figures. So anyone listening right now who wants to do anything about it, mm, help in any way, idea. support in any way, what would you recommend yeah. they do? Um, donate. <laughs> donate <laughs> so that uh, you, can, you can actually support those families directly. So uh, volunteer. Do- donate to who? Donate where? How, how do we do it? I mean, there's so many, so many charities. Of course, I would say beyond social services because that's <laughs> where I work. Uh, but at the same time, there are many, many different charities that support uh, families. So, you know, you can look for something close to your home. So it's not about just the money, right? So it's also about participating in how we can uh, engage these families so that they feel included. So if you are living in a particular HDB estate and you do know that there are rental blocks near you, uh, you could donate to a charity that is uh, working in that neighborhood and then look to see how you can volunteer. So you become a part of that community uh, engagement and uh, in, uh, uh, social capital for the families that are there. So we are in different uh, rental housing estates and often it is very, very, uh, uh, you know, we get really happy when people come forward and say, uh, I see that this child needs uh, uh, tuition, you know, let me let me help. Hmm. Or I see that that mother is expecting her fourth baby and I have some baby clothes that I want to lend, uh, you know, give to her and I want to ensure that she has sufficient milk and pampers for her child, you know. So when uh, regular folks step up, to engage not just, you know, uh, uh, engage face-to-face with the members. I think that is amazing because other than money, these are people who are living in this neighbourhood and they need to feel a part of their community. Mm -hmm. So I would say that's how you could volunteer. Indeed. Thanks, Ranga, for that. Uh, Sherman, we're going to give you the last word here and tell us about Mm -hmm. uh, the Happiness Film Festival. It's uh, happinessfilmfest.asia, I believe, is the URL. Uh, How can people access it? Where do they uh, go online to get tickets and that sort of thing? So, so the best way to access is really just to go to the website happinessfilmfest.asia uh, or, you, or you can just go to any of the, our happiness initiative social media platforms. We share about the films and where to get the tickets or so. That's uh, how you can get it. Uh, and, and if I would advise, tr- the, the festival starts from next Friday all the way until 28th of March. The opening film we released uh, is really totally filled up. So there are five other great films out there. So if you want to, to get your tickets and check them out earlier. And where are, where are the films being shown, Sherman? 
they're, they're, they're being shown at uh, Film Guard Boogies Plus. Oh, Film Guard Boogies. Yeah, spot. yeah that's good. That's a nice theatre. Yeah. And lots of places there to eat and stuff. You want to grab a bite to eat? Afterwards. Absolutely. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm going to try 28th of March. I'm going to try to get down to Sorry We Missed You, Ken Loach. I think it's a fantastic that's film. A great film. I'm going to try and get down there. And yeah. I would encourage everybody, go online. Go online to the uh, happinessfilmfest.asia and support this wonderful initiative. Thank you so much, uh, Sherman and, and Ranga from Beyond Social Services. Thanks to both of you for, for making a difference in, in the lives of 150,000 families across Singapore. And let's hope that our listeners will uh, also figure out a way to help as well. Thanks for being with us today on Weekend Mornings. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.